Welcome everyone to Fairly Educated. We are into episode 57. So, uh, you want to drop a good Bears player for episode 57, Chris? Oh, we uh, probably the best I've ever seen was Olin Krutz. Gotta be Olin, right? And then Tom Thayer after that, right? Tom Thayer. Yep. I am Let's joined, as always, by Bears Encyclopedia, Chris Teichler. <laughs> we are here to talk a little bit about the Bears and a lot of baseball. So if you're into baseball, this will be a good uh, baseball-heavy episode for you. Is It's opening week. First, it's happening. First, the Bears. Bears. Chris, how are you? I'm doing well. Um, there hasn't been a whole lot of... Uh, uh, Bears moves or NFL, well, maybe more <laughs> NFL, but you know, we're uh, the uh, the Bears aren't. Ryan Poles is not signing everyone, and it's making some fans angry. But uh, you know, I'm like, okay, we'll just chill. You know, see what happens. See you draft, then see who other teams cut as uh, preseason gets closer and all that, and uh, see yeah, what happens. It's, it's definitely quiet. It is on the Western Front, although it is always quiet. The few weeks leading up to the draft anyway if they're all you know if the first top couple waves of free agency are over mm-hmm. and things tend to slow down for obvious reason uh, now we did have the owner meetings in florida and a bunch of people talked to some of the guys i really like hogan johns talked to eber is actually on with them yeah i and heard all that. the beat guys got to talk to polls where he called his new center a prick. That was fun. (laughs) (laughs) In a good way, meaning he's got a nasty streak, which, hey, we know the Bears were pushovers up front for way too long. Yes. Getting a guy who's got a little nasty streak could very well help. Um, And then George spoke. Oh, boy. And I did myself the favor of not paying any attention (laughs) to George speaking. I don't care. That was smart. (laughs) <laughs> I will note the one blatant contradiction that I saw everybody talking about on Twitter was like how he knew the roster wasn't good. So like he agreed with polls assessment of the roster, but still last January decided to bring Nagy and pace back to try to make a run. What sort of meaningless double talk is this? Oh my gosh. Smack me in the forehead, man. Just that I, I can still rant about that conference if we're not careful. <laughs> Everybody mad, whoever it might be, because I think there's a lot of, oh, the Bears fans are upset. And I'm like, who exactly are you talking about? More on that later. Mm-hmm. And anyone who is upset about this current approach that Polls is taking, stop. You need to be mad at the ownership giving Nagy and Pace the lame duck year. Even though yeah. it did get us Justin Fields. It did, yeah. That, uh, oh, that's, wow. But otherwise, it was a comically stupid process and decision. Was it just wishful thinking on George's part? Like, oh, we'll, you know, one more, we'll, we'll let him, you know. I just, the, the way his comments read, again, I didn't listen, so full caveat there. But the way his comments read was like, oh, well, yeah, now, yeah, now the roster's bad. <laughs> it's like, it was bad before. So polls convinced you and that's what you hired him for? Like, that's not, surely not the point you're trying to make. So Anytime George talks, you should ignore it, and I'm going to go back to doing so. But I just thought that point was hilarious because George just needs to not do these things. Yeah, and we know that Negi was a slick talker. That was his best, uh, his greatest strength was was verbiage. Yeah, you know, you can really easily imagine, which isn't a word I love for this, but you can easily imagine Negi talking George into it. Oh yeah, and throwing and Mitch too. Yeah, 
throwing Mitch under the bus. Like, look, George, man, look, we're, we're right at the door here. We got this eight and eight team. If I only had better quarterback play, then we could really make Dude, a run. Timing's off on that totally route. Now the whole play's gone, but it'll work in the right timing. Uh-huh. So I got to get a quarterback that can do, you know, so, all right, fine. We'll see what you can do with Andy. We'll Dalton. take another swing at the quarterback. Yeah, yeah. Just throw another lot of cash at someone who's not very good. But, I will give George this. He was, he was Fields' biggest cheerleader in the preseason and pretty stinking mad at how they handled it. And I still think that, as much as anything, might be what got Nagy fired. Oh, and yes. They were going to fire Nagy. That was no way to save face by keeping pace. Hey, that rhymed. It did. You are amazing. A poet. That's what the people come for right there. <laughs> but um, I would say if you're mad about polls, his approach, I can understand it a lot. I really do find some things frustrating, but start with the ownership, go back to that whole decision and, and polls is having to do the dirty work that the bears weren't willing to do last year. Yep. Okay, you had a tweet you wanted to share on. Yeah, and it's along these lines. This this is from uh, at Fields underscore Bears QB1. That's quite a handle. But his name is The Fluce is Loose. (laughs) I kind of like that. And it's along what you're saying here. He said he wrote the Bears. He wrote this this morning. The Bears are finally building the franchise and the team the right way to be competitive and contenders year in and year out. Something we have been clamoring for for years. Now there's people mad about this because they didn't overspend in free agency for mediocre old players. Wild. And like you said to me earlier, or you asked me, so who's who's doing this? And yeah, it's mostly fans whose opinions don't really matter. But it does bother me, the fact that it's it seems like it's constantly out there whenever I go onto Twitter or listen to sports radio or something or uh there's yeah see i see more people saying all the bears fans are mad than i see anyone actually mad mm-hmm. so i push back on that as a straw man a little bit Fair. that's why i kept saying if you're mad a minute ago there i mean sure there are people on twitter maybe i've muted them all <laughs> i don't know maybe it's more oh. we have a lot of pro wrestling fans on twitter i don't know what that says about the show. <laughs> so maybe maybe we have more of the uh, followers who are like chill out everyone and there are some people making good points on that topic, certainly. Ill Willed has done a lot of work on, like, here's what happens when you're a big spender in free agency the next year. Like, you're bad, basically. Right, right. But it's yeah. also sort of circular, though he's right. But it's sort of circular in that bad teams tend to need a lot more, and so they're going to have no choice but to spend. Mm-hmm. But then you do see what the Jaguars did with someone like Christian Kirk, and you're like, oh, yeah, there's, that's the point exactly right there. So, uh, so my first pushback on that would be who exactly is like really mad. I think, and the reason I push back is I'm not entirely happy with the off season so far. So yeah, far you said that many phrase. times. Yeah, yeah. But I'm not mad about it. And I think there's a few of us. This is a guy Kiwi Bear. He's like in New Zealand or something. Nice. Poor guy. How is he a Bears fan living all the way down there? <laughs> Why would you do that to yourself? <laughs> no, go enjoy the Shire. No, uh, no, I was gonna make a shire joke. <laughs> gotcha. How dare you, sir? No, I, I, he makes a lot of good points, though. He's just like, hey, but, but you know, what about you know some of the stuff we've talked about? Like, you do need to tear it down because this roster stinks, and this is the necessary dirty work. And I'm in total agreement that he had to rebalance the spending, 
Mac does not make sense on a bad team. Yep. We talked about how I wish they would have kicked in a little money and gotten a third pick for that, but that's nitpicky. But there's still this giant elephant in the room with this offseason, which is you still have to give Fields enough tools to grow. And people are like, oh, well, if he needs help to grow, he's not that good. I'm like, nonsense. Look who Justin Herbert's throwing the ball to. Look who Pat Mahomes is throwing the ball to his first couple years. <laughs> Just now they changed that. Right? Like that's I guess the big news NFL wise, right? The Hill trade. But yeah. We, I mean, for like five picks. These guys do need help, even if they're tre- tremendous talents. Mm-hmm. Watson would be the best example of a guy playing really well with no help. Frankly, just in terms of you know, play goes. So like that is a pretty big factor. Now the offseason's not over. The draft is more important than free agency. Yes. Yes. But I don't think it's unreasonable to say, man, I wish the Bears would have gotten in on Robert Woods for a sixth. Maybe they did. There's also stuff we don't know. Right. So I'm not mad at polls, but I think it's fair to be concerned about whether Justin's going to be working with enough, even if they invest the first couple picks on the offense. It's just still going to be a bottom five offense by talent. Like yeah, it probably. or not, unless there's a big June cut that they can jump on in a couple positions. Well, yeah, that's that's the thing that uh, there will be other teams are going to be letting go, and maybe you can get some good linemen that way. We've seen that. Yeah, yeah, that's you know, where before. you usually get him. So yeah. I think you know, and again, draft is more important, and they're totally going to pick a receiver. It's a great draft for wide receivers. Mm-hmm. Love that. That's fine, but you're going to be putting a lot on a lot of young players, and that to be a functional middle of the pack offense, they're projecting a lot of growth beyond just fields. They're expecting Lucas Patrick to be a valid starter. They're expecting both the rookie tackles to play well in their second year. And so am I, and I am all for that plan. That is so much better for your organization. If Borum and Jenkins are both there for the next 10 years, that would be amazing. Yes. And it's totally reasonable for polls to say, I'm more interested in evaluating these young guys than I am signing Taron Armstead. That's fine. But you did strike out on Bates when you should have given them enough that they wouldn't match it because you got all the money in the world next year and you could have given him 1.5 this year and rolled a ton of it into next year if you really believed in him. I'm a little worried that he's not closing the deal on some of these guys. But I'm glad he's not just throwing bad money to old players. Bates is young. Like, I love his approach. Yeah, yeah. Not going old at all. I think that's great. It's like me playing Madden back in the day. I'm, I'm just like gobbling up all the 25 year old free agency, you know, in this off season, <laughs> cutting all my 35 year olds, right? Like, I know what that that looks like in the video game world, and that's a very fair comparison, of course. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I I just don't think it's fair to the fans who have concerns about what's around fields to label that as you're all mad, even though we all asked for this. But I do like the long-term thinking here. But you're going to be down two of the four years of Fields' rookie deal. Remember, pick 11. Top 10 have the five years for a rookie. Fields only has the four. So I kind of hate that the first two are probably a wash. Yeah. You know what I mean? I do. And I don't have a solution. I did not want him to go and sign any of what these receivers got. Like they all got way more than mm-hmm. I would have been comfortable with. I think. Yeah, exactly. Very true. Very true. Maybe, maybe Juju because it's only a one year. I like the one year stuff. But what? So if, if Byron Pringle is really good, he's actually a signing I like. 
mm-hmm. for one year. What happens next year? Yeah, I'm not big on the or I'm not head over heels. I should say about the one year signings. It's nice to have someone like competent the on the roster. One year, I would say, watch. Well, go ahead and give them two. Yeah. And again, they have so much cap space next year, but they won't. There will not be worthwhile stars at all the positions of need next year to spend all that money. So I feel like they probably could have been a little more aggressive this year for some of that. And remember they tried and Ogan Joby failed his physical. Yeah. So I like the long-term planning, Mm -hmm. but this has not gone according to Paul's original plan because of Ogan Joby and Bates. Yeah. Well, that's okay. You have to audible in this league, but I love that he's not hamstringing the bears in the future at all. Exactly. Yeah. I, I would rather see that not happen than be disappointed that we didn't get uh, uh, those two guys in particular that, but I mean, if, that if you mentioned. Jarvis Landry could play slot for you for one year and at least be a first down machine. Why would you not want to do that? Would you, yeah. Would you have traded for, tried to get in the Devontae Parker? No, uh, he hurt no? too much. I would have been all over Robert Woods. Maybe Cooper. I can't remember how many years he has left. Did Dallas give them any money? The I draft compensation know. for both of those I would have been interested in. Money for Cooper probably runs me off, I think, now, because I think he's got three years at over 20 a year. Where did he go? Cleveland. They've, like, revamped the whole passing game. Yeah, they got a new quarterback, too. That's, that's part Realized of that game. Baker Mayfield is uh, mm, Still great on, stuck on the roster. <laughs> great on the television, but mm, not so good on the field. Mm. Mm, better at the commercials. Yeah. So the Bears' plan is a good one. I don't think it's being executed all that well, only for the fact that Ogunjobi failed his physical, which I don't really blame polls for, but I'm just saying like, as a fan, we have to see what happens and look at what has happened. And you're like, this roster is worse. It's based on projections, which is fine because they are young now. I love getting younger, but let's not pretend this is a good team. Coaching was a disaster. That will be an improvement. Yes. But right but, now, pending the draft and June cuts, you're still looking at a six to seven win team with a soft schedule. I want to, you meant about coaching. I want to see Cole commit with better coaching. I want to see can. all of them with better coaching. But him in particular for me. And while we're on it, so, so like just to wrap the polls thing up, I still like him. I still think his measured approach is best. I just wish I loved a, a move or two where you're like, okay, that's the big time help for Fields for at least a year but those guys a lot of them weren't available too if we're fair and i do push back like i would not characterize what i'm doing now as angry no you're not angry you look very calm right now like it's it's two things can be true i can agree that it's good that he's not hamstringing the future and still want a little bit more to support fields beyond rookies because you're going to be asking a lot of these rookies yeah and that's okay your second round picks should start yes and I, the more I think about it, the more I think they'll both be wide receivers. I think it'll be O-line and receiver in some fashion. Yeah. But and, and Darnell Mooney deserves a little love, too. I think some of the guys on the score, like Matt Spiegel, who I normally really like, is pretty hard on Mooney. doesn't even think he's a 1B, but just a straight-up 2 because of his size. And I'm like, man, mm-hmm. the league doesn't work that way anymore. Mm. Harry Kill's not a, not a straight-up baller, number one. 5'8". <laughs> I mean, I know he's like out you know compared to Mooney's a little scrawnier but Mooney's yeah. gotten more muscular in the offseason you'd see that from the videos working with fields uh, I saw a really interesting tweet that did depth of target there's a graph so like the the uh, the x-axis 
was depth of target past first down markers. And then the y-axis was amount of throws like open that were towards that player. Mm. And Mooney was in the top third-ish in the league in both. Okay. Like league leaders were like Devontae Adams, Cooper Cup, A.J. Brown, the names you kind of would expect. And Mooney was in like that next tier, essentially. Mm. So... And then I saw our slot receiver, Demir Bird, at the very bottom of both. And I thought, oh, yeah, the team change is still a big deal. i got to keep telling myself that. But you... Mooney probably is being undersold by a certain section of fans. He's pretty darn good. He has the most yes. important skill for a receiver. Ah, yes. Getting open. Yep. Uh, improve the hands a little bit. And I, I do worry about his health with the increase in targets. But I've said that before. But the more I think about it, like, he got a ton of targets last year. Mm-hmm. A-Rob was not A-Rob. No, he was not. And Komet came on late. If Komet takes another step, that helps tremendously. Yeah, and I've, with uh, Mooney, I don't want to see any of those. Like he, he he got too many passes that you give to your tight end with Negi's offense. And he, you know. Yeah, where he takes a huge Big hit. hits. Yes. Yeah. Like, no, 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 I don't want him doing that. Like in the middle of the field, five yards. He needs screens and deep stuff. Yes. Okay, with him but, getting a screen and He's really good at breaking tackles for his side. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, the other thing I wanted to know while we're on receivers real quick, and we can do the draft stuff next um, week, I think, is our okay. plan, right? Yeah. But I, I was kidding around about Madden earlier. One of the problems is I think Madden has people thinking every team has a one and a two receiver. <laughs> That's not what the teams do. They have Mm-mm. X and they have Z, right? And they have slots. Mm. I assume the plan is to play Pringle in the slot. He was pretty good there for Kansas City. Really good after the catch. And then they're going to draft the Z, and Mooney would be your X. Oh, I was thinking the other way. I or was maybe it's the other way around. Depending on, I mean, we, we'll know more when we see Getsy's offense, right? Yes. So what they need, they don't need a one, and they don't need to be figure out if Mooney's the one. That will come in the natural flow of the season. Mm-hmm. What they need is the, the bigger go up and get it type right yeah. you need to have ma- mismatches in a couple different ways so mooney yeah. provides the precise route running and some speed i would say go get a big target now but just get a guy who's good at getting open and catching it over people when he's not that's the dream yeah i guess that like that prototypical number one receiver that they don't have that maybe some people are um clamoring for like spiegel like you said I mean, I love I hit my microphone. So fun Sorry. to watch, but yeah. Cooper Cup wasn't a prototypical. Well, that's what I'm team. saying. Yeah, he's not that big body. Like teams can account for it now if you can create enough matchup problems. When I think number one, I think of someone like Isaac Bruce. You know, I mean, not I counting bigger guys, Calvin Johnson, yeah. mm-hmm. DeAndre Hopkins, well, Adams. I mean, Moss. Adams is the obvious one. Moss, but he was the exceptional. You know, Randy Moss. And, and I'd love to see Getsy get creative, even with the X and the Y stuff. Well, the Y is the tight end, the X and the Z stuff. Mm-hmm. And like put Mooney in the slot on a key third down. And now their best corner's not on him, kind of stuff. Like, man, mm-hmm. how many times did the Packers burn us by moving Adams? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you just you just need that other type of more sort of yes. physical presence, I think, is what they should be looking at in that sense. But yeah. if they pick a guy with a ton of speed, I won't complain. Yeah. But a um, Rob could have should have been that guy. Yeah, his you know. whole thing is a mess. So coaching real quick and then baseball. Coaching baseball. 
we're all we're all happy Nagy's gone. We're all happy the 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 hitch route is gone from the <laughs> well, it's not gone, but less of it. Gussie is being praised as a hire. I saw another tweet about a former coach loving him. Good. Uh, like people are impressed with him already. I love that hire. I am also excited to see position coaches who weren't out of the league on that <laughs> side of the ball. The defensive position coaches have been pretty good over the years. But how many times have the Bears pulled this stupid stuff like they did with Laser? And we all kind of loved Laser because he wasn't naggy. But let's be honest, Laser wasn't really very good either. And Juan Castillo was out of the league and terrible for the Bears as the O-line coach. I don't, I don't care what he accomplished in the past. People didn't develop under him. He played a bunch of people out of position, moved their positions around. I still don't know why James Daniels didn't get more of a chance at center. You know, like so much stupid stuff. And I'm like, because half the offensive coaches were out of the league before the Bears called them. I think it could be a huge difference just to have real coaches who are running the modern system yep. and are not retreads or washed up. Yep. And that's why I'm thinking maybe that's part of what is behind Paul's uh, process here is there are a lot of guys on this roster, young guys that we don't know how good they are because the previous staff was terrible at developing. Yeah. And to defend polls. Cause like, like I said, I'm trying to see it, you know, multi-layered here. Could you see a scenario where he's evaluating the film from last year and just throwing his hands up in the air and being like, what are, what are they trying to even do? Yes, he because can't even hardly evaluate the young guys because it was such a mess. That's what I'm saying. Because we did that, and Especially we're not GMs. Fields. <laughs> Especially field. And we found out that he was quote pissed last year. Oh yeah, that's, you know? that's a great interview. Even though that guy's got no charisma, Parkinson Spiegel <laughs> still got juice out of him. Well done, boy. <laughs> it's my quarterback. So one last thing on the Bears. Mm-hmm. There is one thing that has united Bears Twitter. Yes, that dope from Barstool, and that's all I'm going to refer to him as. No more attention. Complaining about Fields' attitude taking a picture with a grown man. And boy, did we come to his aid. I, I enjoyed that. Well done, yes. Bears Twitter. All of Bears Twitter was, yes, united there. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, it's like it's like in a family. You know, you can pick on your brother or your sister, but if anyone else tries to, no way, man. We're all coming at you together now. Yeah, and we're gonna we can fight and squabble and throw the macaroni at each other, but if the house is actually under attack, we'll we'll, we'll rally together. Exactly. And uh, we'll all be. Will and then Smith, you see the guy you know, who posted <laughs> the picture with Fields with his family, and he's like got the big grin, and he's like around kids, and his he didn't even know about the other guy's post until people told him later. Oh. And then everyone's <laughs> like, "This see, this is how he acts when it's not just some dopey old guy by himself." Mm-hmm. I mean, that is kind of cringy, like getting all upset about a you're a grown man like like if he did that to his kids okay maybe tell the world yeah it's kind of rude mm-hmm. but like dude you're 40 whatever you're a man you're 40 <laughs> i'm a man it's still legendary he's still uh-huh. the coach there i just love he that, is yeah going strong i'm not too far from there i'm like two hours maybe two and a half hours from osu i want to sunday field trip yes let's do it do it Hey, that's a fun offense to watch. You can mm-hmm. you can find worse ways to spend a Saturday than watching two Big Twelve teams score two thousand points. <laughs> no defense, though. No. Ooh. Ooh. All right. Mm. Speaking of no defense, let's talk about Cubs baseball. No, okay, that's very nice. Defense is what the Cards are good at. I don't know if they'll be good at anything else. So baseball is about to be back. They've 
managed to only be delayed by a week somehow, despite trying their best to ruin everything all off season. It's still going to get 162, right? I think so. That's what I thought I heard. Yeah, so that's great. That thing in. That's great. The uh, cards open with the Pirates. The Cubs have somebody, and then the Brewers. Who do you start with? I don't know. I Ooh. haven't looked at By the, the way, schedule yet. I'm going to go ahead and just say, as devoted as we are as fans, I'm tired of the, oh, which this we you're talking about. Listen, man, I've been a fan for 35 years. If I want to say we and you, I will. I got yeah. more invested in this than half the coaches do half the time, I think. <laughs> exactly. Well, it, anyway, it's, so yeah, it, who do you start with? It's just an easy way to, you know. Just link. It's just yeah. a general, it's a colloquialism. There's the big exactly. fancy word of the day. Exactly. Yeah. I don't have any problem Chris with is that. Seriously, looking up the Cubs schedule. What it is because I don't fan. remember. I don't remember. <laughs> you suck, Chris. Yeah. Do they still have Chris Bryant? <laughs> I was just going to go quick. Who did Chris Bryant sign with? I bet you remember uh, that. Yeah. Yeah. The Colorado Rockies, because they are just a couple pieces away from contending. Speaking of Colorado dumb Rockies. splashes in free agency, <laughs> why would they do that? Uh, it's kind of like home know. for him, right? Is that the closest team to his? Uh, Vegas. So, yeah, maybe. I guess yeah. either of the Cali teams would be pretty mm-hmm. close to. Yeah. So the Cubs, who do they play? I don't My tablet is not responding. Oh, there we go. Oh, my goodness. Here we go. I know. Difficulties. It's embarrassing. It's so embarrassing. Are you stupid or something? All right. Let's see here. Uh, I call that the turkey hole. Let's see. What's today? Today is the fourth. I'm not an idiot. Uh, I think it's the Brewers. Yeah. This uh, Thursday, the seventh, this Thursday. Four games against Milwaukee, and then oh, they're so on the road have, to Pittsburgh. For some reason, I thought they were two and two, which didn't make any sense. Yeah. Okay. So good luck with that. Yeah, yeah, I know it's not going to be pretty. Both of our teams are at home. So how are you feeling about the Cubs this year? Oh, uh, this if they can end around five hundred, I think I'll be happy. Trending upward, though, you know, like obviously making. Uh, you want to see what some of these young kids can do, like Brennan Davis. Oh, he's going to be good. I hope so. I think they're. I think so. Be awesome in like say the second half. Yeah. But their infield if, is not good. <laughs> well, they're counting on these sort of flukes to not be flukes, as far That's as I can tell. That's what I'm worried about. Especially Wisdom and Schwindel. Yeah. Whatever. I'm uh, more, more confident in Schwindel good. than, than uh, Wisdom. Yeah. But I think, the, I think the Cubs could be sneaky good if those guys are good again. I just don't have any idea if they'll be good again. If they don't How have deep sh- the rotation, though, right? You only got a couple pitchers deep. Hendricks and Stroman. But the division's those... terrible after the Cardinals and Brewers. Like, the other two yeah. teams aren't even remotely trying. The Reds did another rebuild out of nowhere for no reason when I thought they were kind of good. Mm. You got Stroman. No, he's not your ace. No, Hendricks is still They're probably. still going with Hendricks in game yeah. one. Well, mm-hmm. I think that's kind of like a they're both good kind of scenario. Mm-hmm. I don't know much about the pitching after that. Is nope, uh, me neither. <laughs> is, is Alzale still hurt? Um, don't know. But he's someone that they've got to. He's got to, you know, show that he can be a legit major league starter if they're going to be contenders in the next couple of years. They're kind of in the same spot as the Bears in some ways, just in the sense that Jeez. both teams are trying to figure out what they have in a lot of key spots mm-hmm. before they make big splashes. Yeah. Someone called Steel is starting the second game. <laughs> Someone called Steel. 
<laughs> and then Strowman is the third game. Yeah, they don't. They... Here's the thing: the Cubs don't have a shortstop either. Like, who's playing shortstop for them? Oh, I forgot you got Smiley. One of those kids. Smiley. Stop these kids! Get off my baseball lawn. That's right. I mean, you got two second basemen in Nico Horner and Nick Madrigal, and you got no We're real have shortstop. Madrigal move over. Well, one of, yeah, that's who I of those two. That's who I would move over. Yeah, and they are they. Still I don't think Nico can throw that far. Zagging with all these like light hitting, fundamentally sound guys, and the rest of the world is like home runs and strikeouts, baby. Here we go. That's that's what I'm worried about. I don't know if they. I mean, there's clearly something the Cubs needed to do. They needed to get more guys who could just make contact, unless you know, home run or strikeout. But now I don't. They don't really have any. Overcorrection. It could be, it could be. Maybe they're thinking Suzuki. The uh, he looks pretty uh, good, but he still, does. He, yeah. you know, there's some question marks going with. Whenever you bring in someone from that league, uh, you don't really know. A lot of them have been really good lately. I mean, Otani's like the all-time example, but yeah, he looks. This guy Suzuki looks pretty good. I think it's weird too, and I'm sorry. I don't mean to bring up old wounds. Oh yes, you do. Maybe, but <laughs> the rest of the league did value the guys the Cubs got rid of. They got pretty good deals, especially Schwarber and mm-hmm. Bryant. And I can't help but think, like, what's the lineup look like with one of those guys in there? I know. They're I, not, it's not like they were old. They're, they're not old. It's just weird that they're like, ah, we got to get rid of all of them. Why? Yeah, I don't know why they didn't try to bring Bryant back, at least, because he's oh, – yeah, Rizzo is a big fan favorite. You know, I mean, that's the guy that, that I think that is in decline. Oh, clearly, agree. Bias, I just think, was always overrated. Personally, Baez, he had the one amazing yes. year. He's going to strike out two hundred times. I don't want that. <laughs> yeah. But Schwarber, have fun, Detroit. Maybe Schwarber just never quite put it together, and it's hindsight on my part because he's been he was great last year. Mm-hmm. But it just seemed weird to me as a Cardinals fan that the Cubs were just like, we're got to get rid of all of them right now this year. Like, whoa, why? If you're yeah. getting rid of two of them, can't you keep a couple of them now? I would have thought so. If I and, were you, I'd be pretty upset with the ownership, I think. And you know, I think do, a lot of Cubs fans are. Maybe they did try to get uh, one of them back. I don't buy as I don't think they would have, but I could have seen Rizzo and Bryant trying to bring back. And Bryant, he got what, 186 or something like that? And now everybody's, yeah, and everybody said the DH was coming, which would have been like good reason to keep Schwarber around. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I don't know. I I think trying to hit, trying to make him lead off, I think screwed him up with the Cubs. That could be. (laughs) It just seemed very drastic to me. And I don't know why they're crying poor so much. Mm -hmm. Isn't Hayward the only bad contract on the roster? Yes. And he's still here. And they refuse to extend Contreras. Yeah, I, 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 I don't top know five catchers don't either. grow on trees, man. Right, that's what I'm saying. Get done. I wouldn't say he's Yachty, but he's you know of that uh, importance to a team, a, a catcher of Contreras' caliber. You yeah, know, he's, he's better than Yachty now, maybe not in his prime. Well, yeah, but like, yeah. You got to you get a catcher that good, you keep him around till they I start know. to decline, and he's clearly still in his prime. So yeah. that's that's gonna anger people too, because I see that a lot on Twitter already. Uh, the people who are like, why isn't this done kind of stuff. Yeah, maybe it's possible, too, that, like, they didn't want to come, any of the guys didn't want to come back because it's so different now. You know? Well, in terms of free agency, sure, but the initial trades maybe affected how they felt about the team, too. Yeah, right. 
I guess, I mean, once they would trade him, the only one that was even remotely realistic as a person coming back would be Rizzo. Yeah. Oh, so I think really interesting so reboot. <laughs> and then they go out and they spend big on Strowman kind of out of nowhere. Yeah. And you'd only, you only do that, I would think, if you think you are in a position to contend or at least compete for your division. And then well, once the yeah, playoffs start, who knows that, what? That happens. comes up with the Bears, too. I, I don't know sometimes. Like, I, I understand that logic. But if the Bears are supposed to not sign anyone because they're not good yet and the Cubs are the same, how do you eventually get better? Like, you can't sign anyone until you've drafted really well? I think it's more like make sure the guys you sign will be good when you get good. Whereas if you're just signing them to throw mediocre teams out there, it's totally pointless. But if the deal's long enough and they're young enough, sign people. Yeah. Obviously, they have to be good enough, too. But like, So Stroman, I think, fits because what is it, a five-year deal? And they're obviously hoping to contend Four or five, yeah. as soon as next year. That's what I. it seems like to me is they're looking at next year. But if yeah. you extend the logic of, well, you shouldn't sign anyone when you're bad, then but you really like a player and he's going to be there for a while. You see what I mean? Like mm-hmm. something has to give at least a little there, but yeah. Me, yeah. Get him in the system, you know, for a year, you know, let him adapt, you know, adjust. Cause a lot of times these free agent, uh, they have a rough first year. guys. Yeah, exactly. Look at the, when uh, Goldschmidt got to the card. Ooh, year. Ooh. Yeah. I was happy. Good last year. <laughs> By the way, he is killing everything. In the That's spring, he changed his bat and he's just gone ballistic <laughs> in the spring, whatever that means. So, how about the Rockies trading Arenado and then signing Bryant? Like, why didn't you just <laughs> extend Arenado? Well, he was mad, I guess, because I love KB. Like, trade him, give a bunch of money, and then sign his replacement the next year. I love KB, but he's not quite but as good. Arenado's better, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, I was like, hmm, <laughs> but like, I, he's. Brian's going to be on the Yankees by the end of next year, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I was like, all right, put Bryant on the list for midseason, mm-hmm. 2023. Yeah, that was that's a, that was the weirdest signing of the summer, I think. Mm-hmm. So the Cardinals are interesting to try to figure out. This is the cynical take. Okay, first of all, I know I have it good as a Cardinals fan. Blah blah blah. <laughs> they're going to be good. They're not going to be terrible. There's going to be plenty of entertaining baseball. It's nice that they're never bad, and I don't want them to tank. I can't quite figure out what their goal is beyond just sort of being the thick of the wild card race because they don't aggressively pursue pitching enough to think that they're trying to win a World Series. The defense is unbelievable. It's like mm-hmm. the best gold glove count of all time last year, and they're all back. Mm-hmm. Defense that matters. That matters. It does. It's harder to quantify, but it definitely matters. The offense could be really good. If Bader and O'Neill continue their growth chart and have just a little bit more growth before they're at their peak, that would be this year based on their ages and all that stuff. And Dylan Carlson is now a second-year player, really came on in the second half, hyped up prospect, had a great second half. You know the two stars are there. You know Molina's still there. They signed Albert to be the DH. And man, the cynic in me yeah, is like, oh, what do you think? Yeah. are you placating us with this? Yes. I'm all in in the Albert reunion. I can't help of myself. Of course. Absolutely. But it kind of felt like, well, we didn't really do anything for the pitching. So how about a nice, shiny, slightly used Albert Pujols? Because <laughs> the pitching could be horrible. 
It never is. They always find a way for some reason. On paper, the rotation is counting on a 40-year-old as the ace. Then you got Michaelis. (laughs) Michaelis never gets through a season healthy. I'd be shocked if he makes it through June. Mm-hmm. Then you have Steven Matz. Nothing says good baseball like signing a bad Mets retread. <laughs> then you have Bobby Bonilla, who's a promising young pitcher coming off of Tommy John. Uh-huh. So he's a question mark. And then a big who knows because Flaherty's hurt right now. Obviously, Flaherty being great again and coming back and getting through the whole season. He's only on the 10 day DL. That would change the outlook there a lot. But. Yeah. He had that big bad injury last year. Now he's got shoulder problems. Man, that that shoulder thing, that's the scary one. And then they're talking about using Jordan Hicks as the fifth starter. Jordan Hicks is awesome. He's super fun to watch. He cannot possibly hold up as a starter the way he throws. <laughs> like, that's crazy. I say give him every opportunity. So I say all this to tell you. I don't know what that means. The Cardinals are pretty good. I don't know what it means either. That was Siri. Somehow Siri activated. Of course, when We're I say by Siri, <laughs> how are you? Siri's like, get Justin Fields some receivers. Yeah, <laughs> Siri's. I'm tired of all these series on Twitter. <laughs> Being mad at polls. No, of course, I when I say Siri, it doesn't turn up. I'm afraid the Brewers are still going to win the division because their starting pitching is just way better than the Cardinals and way better than the Cubs and the other two teams aren't trying. And I hate the Brewers, and I don't want them to win the division. I know. I hate all things Wisconsin at this point. True. The Packers' stench has rubbed off on the whole state. A nasty In terms of sports. Is. Nasty cheese feet stench. Yeah. All over anything that, yeah, I'm, here. I'm with you. Yep. Yeah. You don't know me. But baseball. Are you excited for the season, or just glad we're having one? Or uh, how, how are you? approaching it well mostly i'm just glad it's happening because you, you know you may not know this but you know the cubs historically have not you know been very good most of my life you know <laughs> but uh just knowing baseball's there and you can turn on a game and relax or listen to a game i need that companion in the spring and summer i need baseball the thing you i most love about baseball unless i'm live and it's fun to watch i love watching live baseball I just love the whole thing with the ball. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I love to getting nosebleed seats straight behind the plate. You can mm. see the pitches really well. You know. yep. But in terms of like on a screen, I just love baseball for background noise. Yes. You yes. get a couple innings, you put the kids to bed, you get another couple innings, you conk out on the couch in the sixth yeah. inning, you wake up, you're like, oh, crap. Oh, whatever. There's 162 of these. It's beautiful. It's, it's, I know its pace is probably a, an issue with younger audiences, and I, I worry about its future for some of that. And they're always trying to tweak the rules to address the pace, it seems like. Mm-hmm. And part of me loves the pace. It's that fuck yes. the old man in me, probably. What's wrong with you people? I was like, man, what would a summer without baseball be like? That's terrifyingly boring. I'd have to watch, yeah. like, Western Conference first-round playoff basketball. No. The NBA playoffs are going to be amazing. Um, I love the NBA playoffs, but I'm, like once you get to like July and and before the August NFL stuff kicks up, what would you be doing without baseball for sports? That's what I'm saying. In a normal year, yeah. Like we don't have Olympics, we don't have World Cup, whatever. So I'm glad it's back. I think they have solved practically nothing. 
You saw the tweet about the A's that that Parkins put out. I yeah, think he uh-huh. replied to it, right? Their yes, payroll is this today is the same as it was in 1991. How can they get away with that? I, uh... Inflation's a myth. <laughs> I don't know how, how could they do this. And there's four, four, five teams that Max Scherzer makes more than their payroll. Oh my gosh. <laughs> They haven't solved anything uh, in those big picture economic issues. And I worry we're just going to be back here again in a few, few years. Yeah. I think they helped the young players in the arbitration and all that sort of finagling that the teams were doing. But I don't think the big picture economics are fixed at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Ironically, you know what made football America's new number one sport? Socialism. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. You know what yeah. I mean? With the revenue sharing? That's I remember f- as a kid, it was Cowboys and Niners. Yeah. For like a four or five year run in the 90s. Yep. And then SI came out with an issue back when it was the sports journal. Mm-hmm. Right. 10 ways to revive a boring league mm. in the 90s. And I'm like, that is a wild thing to think about having to do in the NFL today. Uh huh. And the number one thing it did is the salary cap. Yep. That's your joke. That's my joke. Thanks for explaining it to those who may have needed a little. You're a smart mother. That's right. But yeah, and the revenue sharing. That way each team gets a little slice. Because the Niners and Cowboys were just gobbling up everyone. Deion Sanders went from one to the other. (laughs) Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Did you see the clip? Oh, my gosh. Of uh, Alec Pierce, wide receiver from Cincinnati, who's actually a really interesting prospect. Um running the 40-yard dash and with mm-hmm. Dion's reaction. <laughs> no, I didn't. So Alec Pierce is white. We'll just be mm. blunt about it. And he can okay. fly. And, like, again, people on Twitter that I like, like, ill will are like, stop comparing this guy to Cooper Cup just because he's white. His game is more like <laughs> Mike Evans. And I love that. Like, let's quit with the whole, like, white guys must be hustle guys. And mm. it's like, it's, it's also racist both directions. Anyway, so he's, he's really athletic. And as they're talking to Dion on NFL Network, the, he runs his 40-yard time in like 4.35 or something. Mm. And Dion's like, oh, he can run. <laughs> and the, the host is like, why does that surprise you? He's like, oh, we all know. I'm not saying it on the air. <laughs> <laughs> I'm paraphrasing it, but you get the point. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so bringing up Dion reminds me of that. It's funny. Oh, nice. Hey, one, one last thing for me about baseball. I'm doing a fantasy league, which I've never done before for baseball. Okay. So that's going to make the year uh, a little different for me. And I was surprised how many White Sox I ended up with. But, you know, they're a good team. So, yeah. Uh, their lineup is awesome. Yes, it is. They also have pitching depth problems. Yes, they do. Yeah. So, Based on okay. the... Based on the fantasy rankings, you would say, hey, maybe it's going to be a White Sox Brewers World Series. I was just going to ask you, you want to do some picks? Sure. I picked the White Sox last year, but they they got LaRussa'd, I think. No and offense. They will not get LaRussa'd this year? Well, I, I don't know if I'm going to pick him again because. Oh, of oh we're, we're that. Okay. That was not a pick. Gotcha. No, it wasn't. I'm just saying, well, last year I thought they were. All right. Uh, Who well, you got winning the AL East? Oh, boy. Uh, Toronto. Oh, come on, I was gonna do Toronto. Really? Yeah, I was like, he's gonna pick the Sox or the Yankees, and I'll pick Toronto. I'm still well, picking the Sox Toronto. Or the Central. The, Toronto's infield's incredible. Yes, I like Toronto. I like those young stars. They're fun. Mm-hmm. All right, AL Central. 
You're going to write this down? Is that what you're doing? I'm here? writing it down. Those yeah. of you watching on the YouTube channel, we haven't started yet. <laughs> All right. Chris picks. So while he's doing that, shout out to Buddy Brian. Buddy Brian, happy birthday. Look at him multitask, everyone. <laughs> it was his birthday Friday. I was hoping we could make a pod episode happen for it, but it, it was too oh, difficult with the sorry. travel. You can blame Chris. Yeah, blame me. That's true. You suck, so. Chris. That insolent blackguard. So, okay. AL Central, I'll, I'll go first while you're doing that. Wait, who is your East? Again. Toronto. I'm sticking oh, with Toronto. Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, I mean, I, I think you'd be crazy not to pick the White Sox based on the rest of that division. That's Even what I'm picking. I think their pitching is a problem. Their lineup is incredible. Yep. Luis Robert is an MVP candidate, dark horse type of second-year player. But their pitching so is to watch. Yeah. Well, well, Lynn's hurt though. Yes. He's got a torn meniscus. Yes, that is. And true. they need his innings. Okay. And they picked up AJ Pollock for Craig Kimbrell. Yeah, I didn't see that coming. Now their wow. their their lineup is stacked. Well, and it seemed like Kimbrell wasn't going to be the closer. So like. No, because he's not as good as Hendricks. Yeah. And Liam Hendricks is hilarious. So he is, you know, and I, um, I drafted him like in the second round. (laughs) (laughs) I'm guessing though. I'm not a fantasy baseball enthusiast. I'm guessing that's probably not the normal spot to pick the closer. No, 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 no. So would you like to join a fantasy football league with me? I I hear you can get a great kicker in the second round. (laughs) You know, I always pick in fantasy football first. Here's defense, my friend. (laughs) Seriously, invite me to that league. I've only won uh, one league in all these league? years. Yeah. Is there a cash prize? No. Um, we, we're both yeah. agree with the Sox, though, right? Like, yes. Yeah. Pretty yeah. obvious. I mean, baseball always has like that random team. Mm-hmm. I don't know where whereas football has like half the division winners. But I'd be surprised if that random team came from the AL Central. Mm. Agreed. Okay. The White Who's Sox in? are pretty solid. AL West. The AL South. No, 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 AL West. Well, the A's are getting rid of everyone. Yeah. The Astros lost some key pieces. Yeah. And we still hate them. I guess give me the the fight in Otani's. Yeah, that's, I was probably going to lean that way myself. And they picked up Thor. So whenever you combine Thor with Godzilla, you should have an advantage. Plus, they got Joe Madden, my friend, the best coach ever in the history of baseball coaches. Oh, are you just going to pick Cub Connection the rest of the way here? You still no. Can. No, you, you want me to pick the Mariners or no. the Rangers? I want you to pick the Tigers. We're not in the AL the West. They're not in the AL West. Well, I'm going back, you can pick Baez and the Tigers now. Here. Fine. You know what? I'll switch to Astros, AL West. There. Okay. Happy. Too much. Jeez. Yeah. All right, NL East. You have stole your soul. What about the wild cards? Wait, how many wild cards are there now? Oh, who knows? Like fifteen, right? Yeah. <laughs> Just the rest of the league. Is there three? I don't even know. <laughs> I don't remember. Well, let's just do division then. Yeah. Who cares about the wild cards? No, I'm, I'll, right. I'll, I'll look it up. I'm just playing. Okay. But, all right, you got you got a Cy Young and an MVP pick. Oh my gosh, no. <laughs> you're like mad that's great <laughs> i don't follow the league as much as i do the nfl you know? fair enough same here i don't watch anything but cardinals basically 
The 2022 playoff format will include 12 teams rather than 10. So three wild cards. Two seeds will get a bye. Jeez. One overall record, two second best record, three seeds, the third best division record, four, five, and six are the wild card. You get a wild card and you get a playoff berth. Okay, so I'll go uh, Yankees. That's creative. For the AL East? No, just the wild card. Oh, wild card. Okay. I'm going to say, gosh, this is boring if I do this, but Yankees, Red Sox, they've retooled. And give me the up-and-coming twins just because. I don't know. I have no idea. Are there six good teams in the AL? I don't know. Maybe it's the Rangers. I have no idea. No, I don't think it's the Rangers. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Um. Well, since you wouldn't let me take the Angels, I'm going to call them for a wild card. Fair. Oh, I should uh, probably pick the Astros. That's also boring. Yankees, probably. Red Sox, probably. Okay, good. there it is. Boy, aren't we? Really official, still official. Look at this official. You know, yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. Well, that looks like something you're going to lose the second we <laughs> Yeah, I'll take a picture of it. That's the baseball prediction there. Put it in the iCloud. Yeah. Okay. AL East. Yes. I'm sorry. NL East. I knew what you meant. Give me the Phillies. Phillies. That lineup's really good. And I have no idea who's pitching, and I don't care. I'm just kind of having fun with it. All right. I am going to go with the uh, defending champs. I was just going to say, some one of us would probably pick them. They lost Freeman. They gained Olsen. They're still pretty darn good. Acuna comes back. They won that without Acuna. Mm-hmm. It's a good pick. Not too bad. Yep. NL Central. Uh, Brewers. Loser. Yes. How dare you, sir? I don't want to, but I don't want to pick I don't the either. Cardinals either. Uh, yeah. I'm just going to pick the Cardinals to be a homer and to be different, but I think the Brewers are better because the pitching is like way better. Mm-hmm. But just for the sake of fun, I'll, I'll say somebody's arm falls off. The Cardinals managed to be healthy in the rotation for the first time in 20 years. <laughs> and uh, actually, I think the rest of their team's better than the Brewers, but it the pitching's so important. Mm-hmm. But I'll take the cards. Sure. Okay. Fun. Uh, and then the West, do we even have to ask? It's going to be the Rockies. <laughs> Go, Chris Bryant. <laughs> Diamondbacks all the way. Uh, probably the stinking Dodgers. Uh, all right, three wild cards. Mm. I'm gonna take the Braves as a wild card for sure. Okay, and the Brewers. Braves, Brewers. Yep. Oh boy! How about a West? A West team. Debating between the Padres and the Giants. Is Tatis Jr. still hurt? That thing's a chronic shoulder at this point, right? Uh, I don't know. I didn't pick him last night because I wasn't sure. I had the opportunity, and I didn't. Uh, your pick. turn. You do your first couple. All right. Uh, NL wild card. Uh, Giants. They were unreal last year, but I think it was a fluke, their unrealness. But I still think they'll be decent. Um, I, uh, I'll i say the Cardinals will be a wild card team. Just like we like it, good and deadly as the wild card. Exactly. Yeah. And then uh, San Diego. They came close last year, or at least for most of the year. San Diego. Yes. Anchorman. Never I'm going to pick Anchorman. the Giants. I like that neither one of us are giving any love to the Max Scherzer Mets. 
<laughs> yeah. All right. Who, hey, who is your? Who'd you say? Just now? Giants. Giants. Okay. All right. I'd pick the Padres if I was convinced their stars were healthy, but Tatis worries me with that shoulder. Like he hurts it sliding and stuff. It's like, yeah. All right. I'll type this up prettier. That's my piece of paper. Slap it in the breeze. Tweet it out. You know, yeah. Okay. All right, my friend. Did we get, did you, did you want to do a real world series? Oh, world series. Sure. We're not doing doing each round of the playoffs. No, just do the world series. Not too much of of it. All right, World Series. Not until, not until the matchups are set. We'll return to that, you know, and the okay. playoffs start. All right. Um, well, should I let my uh, – I'd love to pick the White Sox. I just think LaRusse is bad for them, you know? Depends on the bullpen. Well, oh, and they lost Rodon. I knew I was forgetting about somebody else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Rondon, I said that wrong. Oh, I heard that wrong. I heard Rondo. Anyway. Um, geez, I don't know if the Dodgers can be beaten. I don't either. All right. So I'm going to say of my teams here, ooh, I don't want to look at wild card. But, hmm. Tough, isn't it? Yeah. Let's go. I'm going to say Toronto over the Dodgers. Nice. I like that. I was debating doing that. Yeah. I'm going to say Dodgers over White Sox. Ooh, Dodgers over White You're You're believing in the White Sox. Okay. That's I'm the just, La Russa bias. To be honest, <laughs> I never liked him that much. I'm just throwing paint against the wall once it gets down to right do it. Because you know what? How many people picked the Braves to win the World Series when uh, even when the playoffs started? Yeah, not many. Their best player was hurt. Well, you know, best player, co-best player with Freeman, I guess I should say. Mm-hmm. But still, I baseball that... playoffs do not make any more sense than the NCAA tournament. Less, I would say. And definitely less than the NFL. Yeah, which the NFL has turnover and who gets in. But mm-hmm. usually the best few teams are still the best few teams. Bengals yep. were kind of an exception. They were probably like a year ahead of schedule this year. Mm-hmm. But they're still pretty loaded on offense. And it's yes, an offensive are. league now. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I think that's a wrap, sir. Take us away. All right. Thanks, everyone, for joining us in this. Uh, boy, we didn't think we'd have much to talk about today. We went like an hour. <laughs> I say that all the time. And, you know, we had more bears than I thought. We have a fun yeah. surprise for people this weekend. Let's keep that in our hat for now. Ooh, all but right. Stay tuned. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We appreciate you listening. Find us on Twitter at barely underscore educated. Our website is buymeacoffee.com slash. No, not. Yes, yeah, slash. I mean, let me start that again. Buymeacoffee.com slash barely underscore educated. Join our honor roll and I will send you a t-shirt at some point. And uh, you can also email us barelyeducatedpod at gmail.com. Thanks everyone for listening. We hope you have a great week and we'll talk to you next time on the Barely Educated Podcast. Here with me is Mark Jansen. The eminent archaeologist. I think he's a bum. (laughs) What's wrong with you people? I f*** all the bears.